Welcome back to the Not Your Average podcast, where you are empowered from the inside out. So we are on episode 10 of season 5. It is the last episode of this season. And thank you so much for your patience over the last couple of weeks as I've been quite busy. And I want to always bring you quality episodes that you can sort of refer back to time and again and ones that can really enrich your life but also ones that I like to listen back to again as a reminder of various principles or just for some encouragement so I always want them to be thought through and not rushed and ones that can help you elevate Um, and in that way I'm practicing what I preach. And so I hope you've been keeping on. So this week I wanted to talk about 10 traits of someone who is mentally leveling up or mature or whatever you may want to call it. But it's um, 10 tips or 10 traits to, I might change the title, uh, to level up mentally because I think it's important that you know, whilst I love style and fashion and beauty and lifestyle and wellness and all the lovely, yummy things, I think it's important to ensure that you are taking equal care of what's internally. So this is what I love about being able to offer you style advice via the visual mediums that I'm on Instagram. Don't forget to follow me at the Style Symphony. That's at the Style Symphony on Instagram as well as this podcast. So in order to be above average, it it does require above average intentionality. It does require to be um, doing just 1% more than the average person. And if if you've um, read the book Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell, he talks a little bit in his book about this and why there are some people who tend to sort of propel and excel and stand out and there are various factors that go into it but also one of the factors is that they're willing to just do a little bit more than the average and I was listening to a motivational video by Kobe Bryant uh, rest in peace and he was saying that he could train maybe from 3 p.m and then do maybe from three till six and he could do that if that's his training schedule on his days when he wasn't playing or he said he could wake up at six o'clock or i think he used five o'clock maybe one, one of the early morning times and then train for two hours have a shower have some breakfast you know, have a break and then go back again, train for two hours, have another shower, have some lunch and then go again and train a third last time. And then he'd still have his evening left to do whatever he wanted to do. So he said that over time, that effort compounds because those people who are, he's competing, he was competing against as players their level of expertise would not even match up no matter how over years no matter how much they try to catch up no matter how much they try to train or start to train because he built up that stamina and discipline and he implemented those things those were things that meant that he was one step ahead 
so I say that to say that it's not about competing with others I always say that it's more about just showing how actually when you take the necessary action it will compound in your life even if you don't feel it at the moment so it's that juxtaposition of taking action whatever that action may look like for whatever area of your life that you want to sort of continue um, progressing in but also having the patience to see out the results it's like when you work out you're not going to develop a six-pack or sort of um, defined sort of muscles in your first week like you you have to keep going back you have to incorporate other factors such as sleep and nutrition as well as working out so you can't just expect immediate results and one of the reasons why I wanted to do these 10 traits is because I believe that there's a multitude of things that we can all work on and you may feel like I am so inundated with all this information all the time you know so many things to do think of it as I always say about progress and not perfection it is about being thankful and grateful for what you have now but also being average means that you can want more and there's nothing wrong with that you can know that there's more for you you can know that you can do more and that you can be more not for external validation but because you know that's what's within you and your potential so my first point on um the 10 traits of you know mentally leveling up is be comfortable being alone um i think it's a now where we have social media where we're seeing a lot of individuals who are posting pictures and this may have happened earlier but they're posting pictures reels videos whatever uh pre-pandemic post-pandemic of people just having these large social groups and all this kind of stuff and whilst i think that's great i always believe in quality over quantity and so it's although it's to ensure that the people that you have in your life are those who can really be with you in the valleys as well as the mountaintops when you're on a yacht in Dubai <laughs> in a bikini or maybe you're in a nature reserve whatever your type of relaxation or bouginess is it's so important to be comfortable to be by yourself because when you are comfortable by yourself you know that you are choosing company solely because of the person's character and the value that they bring into your life not because you need them because you want them in your life not because you need them so this goes for every friendship or romantic relationship so when you're comfortable being alone it's a certain superpower because people will look at you differently so for example i eat a lot at restaurants or i go to movies and i don't need to wait for people if you are going to wait for everybody else's schedule to align you will never get anything done we live increasingly busy lives and so when you can find that pocket of time also to be by yourself because if you think about it whether you're working remotely or in person or whatever you're always interacting with other people so when do you have time to be alone with yourself and your thoughts because when you do that then you really hone in on who you are you remind yourself of who you are you can evaluate how do i feel through the inter- in- interactions throughout the day or what do i want to create in my life what do i want the relational landscape of my life to be like whether professional or personal so when you're comfortable being alone also nobody can weaponize loneliness against you nobody can weaponize rejection or disapproval because you already like the person that you are spending your time with yourself you nobody can make you feel anything unless you assign a meaning to it that 
says that you having to always be in the company of another is superior or preferred that's a lie and I always say don't believe every thought that you have because they're not yours so observe your thoughts and be comfortable being alone cultivate activities think what what you like to do don't wait for anybody else's approval and as I as with everything practice and really understand what it is that helps you grow as a person and what you like to do and that leads me on to my second point of you need to accept differences um, whether it's difference in opinion differences in the way people think and act and whilst we may be perplexed sometimes when we come across other people when you're mentally leveled up you don't have an attachment to fixing or controlling the outside world because you can't so the only thing that you can you can influence it as i would say which is why we have that famous book how to win friends and influence people but notice that the title of that book isn't how to get people to do exactly what you want or get the world to be exactly the way you want it to be because you will create yourself mental suffering if you always want everyone to be the same as you to view things the same as you to think and talk they just won't there are 8 billion people on this planet or close to 8 billion we don't all have the same life experiences we don't all have the same upbringings we don't all have the same opportunities we don't all have the same awareness um so you know we have to sort of be aware of that and accept people's differences especially in a world that's quite vitriolic and in a world where we're kind of seeing this um polarization between all sorts of different groups of people it's really important to go you know what i can agree to disagree and still keep respect for other people and their humanity that shows a level of maturity it also shows that you are willing to stay in your own frame you have already worked out what's important to you and when something is important to you and you're truly confident in that you don't need to convince anybody else of that because you will already be convinced you will already be able to calmly assert that and if somebody disagrees or if somebody laughs at it then so be it it's just it is what it is when you take that sort of approach then you're not pulled and triggered in every which way and that indicate the third point which is emotional independence when you are emotionally independent you can be able to make your own decisions of life now i want to preface this with there are many things that people can um experience and suffer and walk through that can be incredibly difficult and have a huge impact on our emotional well-being and so i would encourage you as always to seek whatever professional uh therapy or counseling it doesn't always have to be when something grave happens it can also be when something great is happening so that you can learn how to maintain and even flourish at the next level but in order to be emotionally independent it means that you are detached from the reactions perceptions opinions of others you are emotionally independent you don't allow somebody else's bad mood to affect the rest of your day you don't come across somebody who's rude to you maybe on the train maybe you know in a coffee shop whatever it may be whatever you're doing in life it it's not personal to you because they are a complete stranger and even with those who do know you or you know them it's really important to have that sense of emotional detachment because it also means 
that you're not easily triggered. You're not on a puppet string for everybody else. Because if you are, then you will leave you will live a very strange and difficult life where your emotions are dependent on somebody else. They're dependent on how somebody reacts or how somebody behaves or how the world is. So when you have emotional independence, you're able to say, even when things hurt you and acknowledge that and have no guilt or no sense of unease when declaring that you are uncomfortable with something because you understand that your emotions uh, matter and your feelings and opinions matter and that sense of emotional independence also gives you a way to be objective in situations and allows you to respond rather than react so it's not just about how you view things and relate to things it's also how you choose to engage with a particular situation environment or person And the fourth trait of someone who's mentally leveling up is treating others well or right. But I think treating others well sounds more apt. You don't need to put anybody down or make fun of someone or complain about other people endlessly if you're confident within yourself. Now, there's a difference between sharing difficulties and having heart-to-hearts with your closest friends that's different or your spouse or your boyfriend girlfriend who whatever you know situation you're in listening to this but it's important to remember that when you treat others well it's a reflection of you so I always say not to take things personally from other people because when they're not treating you well it's a sign of their inner turmoil people usually project out what they feel within themselves towards themselves I heard this phrase the other day that people treat people in public how they treat themselves in private so if you're coming across somebody who's extremely critical or you find yourself being critical and judgmental then maybe ask yourself hey am I treating everyone right because I really do believe that the energy and the approach that you take to a situation or a person will dictate the outcome so in some ways whilst you may not have control of the external world you have a huge amount of influence You have a huge amount of creative power with your mind. And so if you treat other people well, then you're also saying, hey, I consider myself to have human dignity and value. And so therefore I treat you like that. Not necessarily because other people's behavior deserves it. Not necessarily because, you know, they're a great human being. That's That's not the sort of currency. That's the only way that we can reach true um, agape, unconditional love. One that's not dependent on the other person, but one that's overflowing from you. Now, does treating other people right means like you sit there and take nonsense? No. What I mean by that is being somebody who sets the tone in every um, sort of interaction that you have. And you go, I'm going to treat others well because we live in a world where people glorify sort of being cold or you know being calculating or manipulative or brash and you can change that because what you usually find is that people want the opposite so whilst that may seem to be getting results or being disagreeable may see may seem to get you results it's actually not what will propel you in the long term and you want to be able to treat others well because that's how you'd want to be treated ask yourself how how do I want to be treated and if you find yourself 
having difficulty ask, answering that question or thinking, wow, I'm not really sure what good treatment looks like. Well, then that's a point of reference for you to look at and work out and go, hmm, let me start to treat myself well because when you do that, you will treat others well. I really believe that when we treat others well, we are conveying a sort of um, blessing on that person. And no matter what your beliefs are, I believe that it's important to ensure that you are being the example of what you'd want to see. And does this mean you'll be perfect? No. But it means that at least you'll try. And that means that you are going to be above average simply for trying. This leads me on to point number five. Take responsibility. Now, I think um, there is a Navy SEAL who wrote a book called I think it's 100% responsibility or brutal response, extreme responsibility. I think his name is Jocko Wilnick. And I might have butchered that name, but he is a former Navy SEAL, so obviously very, very disciplined and takes a different approach. But I still find his input very uh, useful. Because he talks about taking responsibility because when you don't place the blame on anything or anybody, then you are in a position to actually do something to change the situation. You are in a position to take a situation and ensure that it doesn't define you, but that you learn from it and that you mine it for the gold that it has. Is this easier said than done? Of course. Most things are easier said than done. I can tell you, hey, go do a bench press of, I don't know, 60 kg. And you might be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy to say it, but actually doing it. So taking responsibility is really about saying, I take responsibility for ensuring that whilst I may not have control over external circumstance or how the people behave or how a situation played out, I have actually a responsibility to myself you know to ensure that I am making my future self proud but also that I'm not allowing anything or anyone to define me because that's you giving your personal power away because when you refuse to take responsibility and you complain and moan and I always say again complaining is not the same as somebody who's going through extreme difficulties extreme hardships who's gone through and you know the last couple of years have shown us that so I really would encourage you to show some grace but I'm talking about just someone who just complains about things that you know it's not a big deal or maybe that you find that that's you yourself maybe you think oh I should have gotten this promotion well do you value yourself enough to go and look for a role that matches your level of skills and experience rather than blaming other people for doing what they want to do ask yourself what can I change that's what that's one example about taking responsibility or if you're not getting what you want in a relationship in terms of maybe communication ask yourself hey have I communicated what I desire what is it that I desire what is the outcome that I'm hoping nobody's a mind reader and what you then do is say hey Give yourself the option of saying, I've taken 100% responsibility for what I can do. So if you communicate your needs or your desires and they don't get met, that is information. 
that is not an opportunity for you to beat yourself down or to get to a point where you're wondering what did I do wrong etc etc because women tend to self-flagellate as I always say um, which is just a you know fancy way of saying whipping oneself mentally and psychologically for not being perfect you have this voice in your head that tells you you should be this and you should be that did I say the right thing did I do the right thing nobody's doing that everyone's winging it even the people who are pretending not to wing it are winging it trust me so when you take 100% responsibility it gives you more confidence yes does it give you more responsibility heck yes but it also means that you're not lying to yourself you're not telling yourself this narrative or this story about how you can't do this and you can't do that because you know that you can and that you will not have any regrets because you tried so i think we're going to have a part two to this which is exciting because it will be the start of the next series of episodes but i want to give you that food for thought about you know the first you know traits of mentally leveling up mentally getting yourself to a place where you are on a sure foundation of who you are that you check in with yourself that you check in with your values and that you understand the quite practical things because I think these not only are traits but they're also quite practical that can help you function in this world that we live in no matter how unpredictable it is and that can help you feel and actually be more confident rather than just having the appearance of that so share this with anyone in your world who you think needs this encouragement and let me know what you think what helps you to level up mentally and don't forget to follow on socials as I mentioned earlier at the style symphony on Instagram because hey guys it's the place to be and thank you so much for listening season five I'm excited Uh, I love I love 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 sharing this and I really hope for whoever is listening this adds value that whatever it is that you may be pondering that this is a podcast where you can say hey I have somewhere where I can not only learn but I can actually apply so as ever thank you so much for listening to season five I will see you in the next episode season six for part two So, keep your eyes peeled for the new series. Thank you so much, and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.